is that the primary reason why you must build your church and grow your church, your house, is that by having a mind to grow your church, it will lead you along a journey. And believe me, there are many roads in the ministry. There are many journeys in the ministry. Many of those journeys are futile. Many of those journeys are useless. But thank God that there is a journey you can go on. A journey guided by an aim or a vision. That this is my church. My 50-member church. My 200-member church. I desire to see you grow. And when that mind is in you, it guides you. It, 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 it serves as a magnet which directs your path. So may you be on a particular journey that will lead you to life and enlightenment. May none here be on a journey that will lead to the destruction of your ministry. There are many distractions in the ministry. A lot of pastors are swayed away. A lot of pastors are distracted. But thank God that you can have a mind and a vision to grow your church. So you stay on the journey. You read particular books. You attend certain conferences. You are interested in certain messages. Number three. Third reason I gave you, this was the last reason, and I'm not going to give it to you. Please all, I'm taking a few of them, so I move to another chapter. You must have a mind to grow your church because every church the Lord builds is to have than the beginning. It is what we call your prophetic destiny. I'm sure you are aware that the Bible itself is a source of prophecy. It just says we have a more sure way of prophecy. There is no prophecy given by any prophet in the world that can match the perfected authority of the Word of God. There is no prophet, living or dead, whose prophetic ministry can be as accurate as the Word of God. Actually, when you read the Word of God and study the Bible very well, the spirit of it, you speak like a prophet. Yes. When you see someone doing something, you can tell how the person will end, and even when that end will come. So Peter called the word of God a more sure word. More sure, more sure, more sure word of prophecy. And it is very important for us to go to that more sure word of prophecy and find out what it says about our church. And Job 8, 7 says, Though your beginning was 200 members, your latter end should be 10,000. Though your beginning was small, Job 8, 7, your end should not just increase. The word you 
see in Job Elizabeth should greatly increase. But you see, the scripture leaves no room for our typical black African mediocrity. No room. Your opinion does not matter here. How you were raised does not matter. The school you attended does not matter. How your father brought you up does not matter. Gradually increase. That is why we are going by the word of God. And we are asking ourselves, what does the word of God say about the work we are doing? About your church? But it should greatly increase. Number four. And this is very specific to all pastors who are pastoring and shepherding God's word. He says, you must have a mind to grow your church because many pastors are deceived. Many pastors are deceived into thinking the work is done. Many pastors are under the spell of deception. But they are okay. The work is done. It's not done. You know, how do you know? You see, we don't say it with our mouth. A lot of what we say is unspoken, but you are saying it. By the lack of trying to build your church, it shows that in your mind you are okay. When we don't see you actively pursuing the agenda, of building a mega church, a big church. It shows that you are, you are of the mind that it's okay. And all over the world, and I tell you, believe me, because of the crusades we have, we travel far and wide. We crisscross the entire West Africa, Southern Africa, we are moving into Eastern Africa. Most pastors, when you see the persons, the pastor's demeanor, when you see his demeanor, you can tell that this pastor has arrived. This pastor feels that it's okay. And, and, and it gets more bizarre when pastors think that once the church can pay its bills and pay its staff and buy a car for the pastor, once the church does not have any expenditure, the church is okay. Once the income of the church is enough to pay the pastor, buy a few shoes for the pastor's wife, pay the pastor's children's school fees, and provide accommodation, it's okay. Okay. Look, look, what, what more do you want? It's okay. I'm the pastor of this church. My rent is paid. I have a car. Everything is okay. But you see, the church does not exist today. Your financial needs, or otherwise, is not what the church exists to do. The church, the church of God, was not built to pay your children's fees. 
church of God was not built or was not built by Christ to, 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 to buy a car for you. The fact that your church does not have any financial commitment does not mean it's okay. And I'm going to go through some principles with you. The mind that the church is okay for them, you see it everywhere. Once the church attains what we call inside homeostasis, homeostasis, a state of equilibrium, everything is okay. We are not under any stress. There is no roof, roofing sheets to buy. There's no cement to buy. There's no car to buy. We are okay. Your being okay is not an index for church growth. There is no, there's no marker for church growth that, that includes your being okay. Your being okay or not does not stop you from working hard. One souls are perishing out there. I said, one souls are perishing out there. That is why having 10,000 members is not an indication that you are okay. So the last soul is saved. Your work isn't
you can say what I'm about to say. I can say, I can tell you that it is more difficult to be a pastor than to be a medical doctor. The amount of energy you expend to be a surgeon, a cardiothoracic surgeon, a neurosurgeon, compared to the amount of energy you spend to pastor the church, it's like day and night, or it's like a tennis ball and the eggs. You have no idea. You have no idea what it takes to build a church. Many of us have refused church work. This work I'm doing for a pastor, for me, is about five percent of the work. Five or six percent, at least five point five percent, not six percent. Which I mean, with the Bible and ministry, Sunday like this, doing this, it's six percent. I will not even give you ten percent. Ministry of the pastor building the church is not even done inside the church building. A lot of us here who are pastors, the only work you do as a pastor is the work you do in the building, like this building. Real ministry is not done here. <laughs> I tell you, when your ministry is confined to these four walls, you are going to end up as a focus pastor. You are doing ministry in the church. What are you talking about? On Sundays, I have four services. I preach in all the four. When I finish my fourth service, then my work on Sunday has now begun. Oh, you call yourself a pastor. You are in your house watching television with your children at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Some of you never miss the beer. Useless. You are a pastor. You are watching soccer on Sunday afternoon. Because you don't even know your work. You don't know your work. You don't know what the work of a pastor is. That's why you would think that preaching on Sunday, when you preach preaching, you take offering. They said the grace, you lock the doors, your work has ended. Who is the one teaching you this? Do you understand the work of a pastor? Do you read the Bible as a pastor? To be found in your house at 1 p.m. on Sunday means that you are yet to understand your work. You know, in every profession, in every profession that is preached, as a profession, we have professional writers, professional lawyers. In every profession, there are good lawyers who are pastors. There are good lawyers, and there are bad lawyers. Yes, you give me your case, 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 you give
audience, you will sit down and watch another lawyer cross examine you. So you got a statement out of your mouth. It incriminates you. You have not lived a bad life. And may you never live a bad life. But the woman with the issue of blood, she has met useless matters. When they finish, they take taxes and they find a pair of scissors in the stomach. You don't get one. You don't get one. May you never get one. One of the medical students, a doctor who was killed somewhere in Ghana to come and have his infant support before the house there. He was asked, How do you administer oxygen? He said, You minister or administer oxygen in Kalkinosi. I think oxygen. Every profession, every there is a good time and a bad time. There are good drivers and there are bad drivers. There are good presidents and there are useless presidents. Every endeavor of life, marriage, there are good husbands and there are useless husbands. Some of you, you women, know what I'm talking about. You have already, in just six months, you have regretted marrying that idiot. Who has no clue how to take care of the woman? Who think because his wife is working, she must go and work and bring money. He is at home reading newspapers the wife has bought.
one chapter, just one, if you if you get it right. One chapter of Luke in three verses. Do you understand what you're doing? That's why the churches everywhere, I'm not talking about Harvest House or Lighthouse or Catholic Faith or what. Wow, it is it's a pandemic. Most churches are small. There's nothing like a good church or a bad church. It's a good shepherd who makes a good church. It's a bad shepherd who makes a bad shepherd. Bad church, yes. Any church which is going knows diving. If you change the pastor and put a second type of pastor there, the church will grow. It will change. It will simply start looking up. Suddenly, it will start looking up. You can't be careful. Who are lay pastors haven't expected you to be full time pastors by now. And you can build a ministry in that town or in that village that will be able to take care of you. Accounts at the, at, the, at, the, at the 
singers, you play the instrumentalist, you play the one who, who, who gives announcements, you play the one who loves it all, you play. No, no, it's because of you and me. That's what it has happened. So I am aware. I am aware of the place of no music. I am not speaking from an ignorant point of view. There is a very important place for people work as I work as a member of all teams groups because that is good for me. But I will also say that there is also a certain advancement a church will never experience till the pastors managing cities and towns become full time.
The thousands of people I pastor in my cathedral don't come for just one service. I have multiple services. And I'm about to start something I don't even preach. At least my fall, I will take care of it and then the evenings find something to do. You call yourself a pastor, you have one church service and you lock the door.
sin to me. That's, that's what he was saying. But it's a feeling. You must feel it. It's Biblical examples of churches have thousands of members. Church growth, mega church, is not an idea that, that like, came from Bishop Tolinas. It's not the pastor's great idea. Church growth, the church growing, is God's idea. Why is it God's idea? Because anything that is truly of God grows. There is nothing that is connected to God that stagnates. Anything that is truly of God grows. How is it possible? No wonder Jesus called us Christ and the Pharisees. Snakes, whitewashed tombs. I will not dare to use that word here. But is it not amazing that you give birth to a baby girl and you are passionate to see the girl walk? And there's no passion in you to see your child walk.
ministry was done by people who had not attempted a man hasn't achieved anything in school. You will not achieve anything in the ministry. I'm telling you. If I have a chance to employ someone, I will employ a graduate ten times before I catch a non-graduate. What are you talking about? That's why today the average person doesn't read. Disregard the world has for the church. 
with the same display that we also are showing on parents. That's why if you want to meet someone, one is a lawyer, one is a doctor, one was on drugs and is now rehabilitated, and you want to choose one to go to Bible school, you choose the one who will Christ. Conference must turn around of your of your perception of what is the church. Receive that change of mind. As I receive that change of mind, yes, nobody is too beautiful to be a pastor. Nobody is too intelligent to be a pastor. Nobody is too educated to be a pastor. If there is any institution that needs intelligent minds, it is a church. May we in Harvest House. Engineers, consultants, businessmen. Look, that businessman will do. The amount of money he can bring from his business, if he became a pastor, from his means, he can donate more money to the church than what he alone can bring to the Congratulations! But you will agree with me that you have not arrived. 
agree. I'm putting in your heart a vision. So you count your members in the thousands if not around. You cannot die. If you die, we will resurrect you. Whatever you are doing, whatever, believe God that the seed under you will be counted in thousands. Every game has its numbers. And in the church, we don't count in hundreds. I'm not saying you're not a good pastor. No, 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 not at all. In fact, you must start by counting your members. In the same way, some of you began your church with me. And now you are 68. Praise God. Some of you began with 10 members. Now you are 300. Praise God. But in this game, in this game, you know, every game is numbered. You know that one? So you know that every game. You know that one? Teaching you something that some of you should be arrested. So, at the end of 90 minutes, if it's soccer, we don't expect six to do this for. So, it became a very major problem in the country. I don't even know what I know. I'm not worried about it. It was bizarre.
don't stop preaching. They don't, they don't like what I'm saying. They don't like what I'm saying. But in the game of impregnating women, you need numbers. So if your numbers are not in the tens and hundreds of millions, you are not in the game. So if he is going to his wife, I should go to a pharmacist before I go to my wife. Mommy, do you get the point I'm making this evening? I'm saying that in every game there are numbers attached. You ignore the numbers, you become bankrupt. You ignore the numbers and you become extremists. You cannot play basketball and not aim for 80s and 90s. You play soccer and you aim for 50. You will either depress yourself or you will be arrested for fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, in the game of church growth and church building, we also don't count in tens and hundreds. We count in thousands. So to be a pastor of a church of 800 members, and you know, you know something, sometimes we say, oh, it's the experiences in Africa of your black church. Every city in this world has a church. There is no place for a church person in the world which does not have mega churches. Until your members are in the thousands,
is one of the principles for church leaders. For a church to grow, the pastor must be a scholarly pastor. You cannot use gimmicks. To build a big church. Every church that is large is founded on a scholarly pastor. You know, there are many types of pastors. There are handsome pastors who do good things, there are singing pastors. True wisdom is a house building. Are you with me? We are stepping into a new river. True wisdom is a house building. Thank you. 
there is a big difference between build and access.
Changes your outlook. When you know something, your attitude changes. That's why any civilization that frowns on knowledge is a civilization that is about to become extinct. That's why good leaders ensure that the people under them acquire knowledge. I remember I had a friend who was. Plenty Malaysians. They will just carry them to America and to London to study. If you go to America now, that the Ivy League schools are populated by Chinese and Koreans. America today, the University of Pennsylvania, the Cornells, the Harvard, Chinese. Plenty. To go a text. We don't use English grammar to go a text. You are a you something is happening to me. Today I'm going to take about the word of God. Then the Bible to the book of Revelation. Glory to God. And I'm going to talk to you now. I want to title Glory and Power. Say Amen. Say Amen. Glory to God. What are you a comedian?
que acontece no mundo
Asia. Churches which were started, the founders were, I mean, in their 60s or 70s. Big, 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 big. Today we can't find them. You may have some here, it's impossible you have some here. Unless you don't know the history of the church in Zimbabwe. There are churches that existed before Hannah's asking. Big, big, charismatic, spiritual churches which filled everywhere today, you can find them. But John Wesley's Methodist Church that started in the 17th century is still around and bigger. Why? Because you cannot use cheek, you can use prophetism. The man whose work is sustained is a man who is a man of knowledge. Knowledge. How many times did you last year when I came? About three years ago, or so, I was having a little problem with my church. It wasn't going, and I came up with an idea to make me a very fine thing. Fine rice, a lot of rice, you know, cream. So, we have areas, we have certain things in the Jamaica on Sunday or Sunday to the Wednesday. We have Africa in the service, we have that. Then, after church, there's a place. Be a student of accusations. 
who accuse you. It's not just for who to admire. You can commit suicide. Change something you shouldn't do to end your life. Not for stories that are happening in your life. To immunize yourself, you need to understand what accusations are coming from your life. Because the Bible says that when the accuser of the brethren turns about it, revelation is given. Revelation is given. Now, you are ending up. Now is come salvation. <laughs> so it's come salvation. And strength. And the kingdom of our God. And the power of this Christ. Now. It is now that we are born again. Now, now has come salvation. Now has come correct vision. Now has come strength. We are now strong as a church. Now, that word now is related to the time you you remove the accusations. When you have accusations in the church, stories moving around. People can't even be born again there. The pastor has no strength to minister. He comes into the body. He doesn't even feel like coming to church. Now it is now. When is now? When the accuser of our brethren is cast out. You want to build a strong church in your city? You want to build a church that is a really thriving church where there is salvation, not just a church where people just come on Sundays for a 40 minute watch sermon. A church where people are converted. A church where drug addicts are changed. Those who are dangerous ones. Your son can take your life. Don't be afraid. You are children of God. Don't be afraid. But when you want the man of God, you will hear.
inside of a prison, fought after sons, dangerous sons, shots at your sons, slain rewards for honoring others, even that you yourself will be a good son. Because when you go back to your city, the size of your church is determined by the size of your Yeah. I think 
when he was not the president and he was running for president, he was thinking in a certain way. He is always to be fact. But when you go and sit behind the desk in the Oval Office, you, you, you change the way you think about doing things. Yes. A leader's mind works on a different track. And knowledge is what railroads a leader's mind for the situation. Railroading. When you find a leader like Bishop who causes a check to go to the side, he thinks in a certain way. That's why when you go to Europe and you see the order and the beauty and the cleanliness, you see that they think in a certain way. They are clearly, when you come to Africa, you see the dust and the confusion and the decrepit desolation. Decrepit desolation. You have no no, no doubt that those who are in charge think in a certain way. Yes. The leader, anybody who causes the church to go, a church to go, has a certain way of thinking. And that way of thinking is caused by knowledge. Knowledge makes you think in a certain way. Knowledge makes you behave in a certain way. So when you return to the Bible, people were not even allowed to become priests. Based on their attitude towards knowledge, Hosea forces. My people are destroyed. For lack of knowledge, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And he said, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no Oh. 
makes some people know that it's a stream or sea or some something bizarre. Then they say, so, I'm, I'm, I'm my church is my own one. I don't need to know my church. I don't need to know what you need to know. But you don't need the church. You need to know what you need. Most people don't. If you ask people, you don't know, are we going to buy bread? That beast may eat. It's a leader. But that's a
Hur vill jag bara uttrycka mig? Det som maktförande i person. Hade jag skrivit det som mörka uttrycket i dag. Det som jag kan inte få mig att säga. Det som jag kan inte få mig att säga. Och så vill jag inte få mig att säga. Och jag vill inte få mig att säga. Och jag vill inte få mig att säga. Och jag vill inte få mig att säga. But thank God we have a pastor who knows what to do. And as you are going to your heart, may you also know what to do. Because see, as soon as he said this to prove you, look at this. Let's end with this. Philip answered. And there were real answers. Look, I'll tell you, there are real reasons. Pastor of whatever Harry, whatever brand. Look, I'm telling you that if you come to me, I can give you ten reasons why your church cannot grow. Genuinely, I'm telling you that a church growing is a difficult enterprise. Very difficult. And Philip said, 220 worth of bread is not sufficient for them. And this amount, the Lord will say, was bread, was a salary, somebody's salary for a man. So he said, even if I put my salary down for us to buy bread with it, it cannot feed anybody. And we are only 12. And we didn't bring our salaries with us. Our salaries are with our wives. That's not a little. That's not impossible. Then the essence. And then somebody came up. That's it. Also with another idea. And Andrew, he just said to him, that's mine. That's a lot here. Who has also five body units? Microphone and speak from morning without embarrassing myself in front of you. No, because I'm a stammerer. I'm a terrible stammerer. 
when I was in school, I could not mention my name. To pronounce my name was one of the seven wonders of the world. That's me. So I'm just telling you that already we are miracles. We are already miracles. God is doing things. And when you find people who come up with all these reasons, our salary can't buy bread. There's a boy with five loaves and two fishes. But what are they among so many? What is it? So you see that everybody comes with an idea that, that go to confirm that what you want to do cannot work. Bishop, the target you've given us is not realistic. Let's be realistic. But ladies and gentlemen, we are not in the ministry to do realistic things. Yes, we are in the ministry to do what God wants us to do. And the man who knows what he can do, what to do, is the one who rises above the limitations. Always, among a thousand excuses, there's one who is able to rise above excuses. You see, athletes, great people, they say, it could not be done. It could not be done. They said, this person couldn't do this. May you rise up above anything that limits your ministry. May you, and with what will you rise above it? Knowledge. Some of us, you see women as people who are only good for serving Coca-Cola and cake, making tea and bread, and serving things, or becoming actors or yogis at all. People who are playing and are looking around. But some of the most anointed people amongst us here are the women sitting here. Ask you, uh, by the way, what is on the table? 
side of the table, spoons and knives at the table. Daughter, you can read. If you read this book as a pastor, women who are sitting in your church will be deployed to be leaders. So I'm talking to pastors who want their churches to grow. Women are not just in the church to sing or to lead worship. Some of the most anointed pastors, I mean, maybe Reverend in the church is one of the most anointed pastors in the church. Building, physically building a church with churches under her. Sit down. You are my first lady. Sit down. Just get, just get up and drink your water. Okay, pastors, most wives are sitting by you in your church. Okay, okay. Show me that woman is the leader of the
some of you must buy for someone. Buy for someone. Buy for someone. Come. Come. Come and stand here. I'm going to keep clapping. They are coming. I want ten pastors. Keep them. They are my carriers as one. That's too important. It's too heavy to carry. Put it down. They are not too strong. Only Bishop is a macho man. Clap for them. They are coming. Ten. Keep clapping for them. Ten. I'll make another altar call tomorrow. One, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. One more. After I want two more. Two more. Decorate your sitting room with this nice light. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Two more. I said ten, but I'm doing eleven. Two more. Clap for them. Only seventy dollars. Only seventy dollars. This is a four hundred dollar. Oh, 
make life saving of the sin of people in our lives. May we become learned men, men who know what to do, men who are not confounded or bewildered by emergencies, but are calm, always knowing which way to take.